What is happening, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Food Marketing Nerds. Now, this week's episode is going to be a solo cast, which means you're going to be hanging out with yours truly. We're talking about smart Facebook ad strategies to grow your sales without breaking the bank. And as a marketing consultant, I firmly believe that there is no better place to spend your advertising dollars right now than on Facebook, which is why I wanted to do an entire episode solely focused on this topic. And while we have another solo cast coming up on Facebook ads for restaurant brands, this episode is going to be primarily focused on how CPG brands can grow their sales with a few simple tactics. And in this episode, you're going to learn why you should be advertising on Facebook if you're not already, what the most common mistakes brands make when they are advertising on Facebook, how to set up a process that will drive sales for your brand, and a lot more. So if you're a Facebook ads whiz, go ahead and skip this episode. But if you're not, or you're starting to dabble in Facebook ads and want to up your game a bit, then don't go anywhere just yet. Welcome to the Food Marketing Nerds Podcast, where we talk marketing, branding, and social media with the smartest minds in the business. Here's your host, Alex Osterlee. All right, first off, why should you even consider advertising on Facebook in the first place? Well, here are four reasons. Number one, Facebook has a user base larger than the population of China. So they're closing in on 2 billion members worldwide, and that translates into 22 billion ad clicks per year. So it's pretty intense. Facebook is providing businesses with a tremendous advertising opportunity right now. It's it's probably the most exciting thing for a marketer since search advertising. Yes, your audience is absolutely on Facebook somewhere. They're there. It's just a matter of finding them, which we will get to in uh, later in the podcast. So number two. Facebook ads are extremely cheap. They're very undervalued right now. Uh, They tend to cost a fraction of what other online marketing channels cost. And it's really not a question of how much Facebook costs, but how far your money will go on Facebook. So if you get into Facebook advertising with a clear focus and follow a simple strategy, then the cost efficiency of the platform will really astound you. Another interesting thing about Facebook is that they'll cater to all range of budgets, whether it's a $5 budget or a $50 million budget. Uh, There are things that you can do with Facebook ads, and they are equally as effective dollar per dollar. Number three, Facebook has targeting capabilities that are absolutely exceptional. So not only are there different types of, of ads that you can serve to your audience, like giving them a specific offer or showing them a video ad, the level of granularity that you can get with who you target is beyond belief. If you wanted to serve up an ad to yoga-loving moms between the ages of 25 and 35 who shop at Whole Foods, you could. If you wanted to target the CEO of Whole Foods, you, you could. So whether you're targeting by behaviors, interests, demographics, connections, age range, language, or location, there's even more things you can target on, you can get extremely specific of who you show your ads to and then exclude the people that you don't want to show your ads to. Number four, the platform is basically a culmination of all the best attributes that are offered by all other advertising mediums. From top of mind awareness to making sales to brand building to getting clicks to your website, Facebook really has it all. If you think of AdWords, they offer clicks to your website, but does it really build your brand? Not really. YouTube will allow you to promote your video, maybe build your brand, but people rarely click through a a pre-roll ad when they're trying to watch a video that they just searched for. And TV allows mass distribution, which is expensive, but you don't have direct control over who, who sees your ad and the viewer can't share your commercial with their entire network at just the click of a button. That's why I believe that Facebook is the best place you can spend your ad dollars at the moment. But that said, I don't want to paint an overly rosy picture here. So a lot of times people will come to us saying, yeah, we spent some money on Facebook, we got some new fans, some video views or clicks, but ultimately the ROI wasn't quite what we'd hoped for. 
So eventually we stopped doing Facebook advertising, which if you are in this camp, you are not alone. Now with Facebook advertising and social media in general, there are a few common pitfalls that prevent businesses from generating a solid return. So before we go into a step-by-step process I mentioned earlier, we're gonna go over the common mistakes that a lot of brands are making. Number one, asking for the sale too soon. There's a lot of research showing that we need between six to nine brand touch points before somebody is actually interested in uh, making a purchase or becoming a sales prospect. So we think because somebody is interested in say beef jerky, all we have to do is show them an ad with beef jerky and link out to our product and they'll wanna buy it, which simply is not the case. So especially on Facebook where users aren't necessarily in the buying mode right at the moment that they first see your ads, as marketers, we really need to understand and respect that. Number two, not leveraging Facebook's technology correctly. And what I mean by this is not having the Facebook pixel installed on your website not using custom conversions, and not really understanding and using custom audiences correctly. And ultimately, that's what makes retargeting and Facebook ads so successful. And it's crucial to understand and use custom audiences the right way, which I will go over in a minute. Number three, and this kind of goes back to number one, which we need to offer value and create a relationship in order to build purchase intent. And giving value has to be the most talked about buzzword when it comes to marketing today. But how do you actually make it happen? And the answer is content. And we're going to dive into that more here in a second, too. Number four, working against Facebook. There was a Moz article last year that referred to this as the SEO mentality, where we're trying to stuff keywords on our web pages or in our, in our ads to game the system and really try to hack the rankings and, and rank higher. With Facebook, it's not like that at all. Their business model is predicated on getting you results. Facebook wants you guys to make money off its advertising or else you wouldn't spend more money. So if you just trust Facebook to optimize your ads, they will find the right audience and deliver you the best ROI possible. Facebook's algorithms and ad platform are incredibly smart and sophisticated. So just trust the process and let them do what they do best. Now, onto the Facebook ads framework. I'm sure all of you are at least somewhat familiar with the concept of a sales funnel. So the traditional sales funnel has four stages. We've got awareness, interest, consideration, and purchase. If you picture an actual funnel, At the top, you've got awareness, which funnels down into the interest section, which then narrows into consideration. And at the bottom of the funnel is your purchase section. I'm going to run you through the whole thing and how it relates to Facebook ads, but I'm going to start with purchase at the bottom of the funnel, because this is where most brands start by skipping the first three steps and hoping to close the deal. They put together a decent looking ad with a picture and their product with some witty copy, and then they just start promoting it. They push it to their fans. They push it to the audiences that they think are interested in it. And unless you're a massive brand that already has awareness and goodwill built up, people don't know who you are and they're not going to trust you just because you show them a Facebook ad. So before you start just pumping out ads, try to think of Facebook as if it were an actual social gathering with friends and family. I'm talking a physical social gathering. Picture this. I'm talking to my buddy about his recent vacation and he's showing me all the pictures and I'm telling him how sweet they are. And then out of nowhere, some random dude I've never met before interrupts us and asks if we want to buy his cold pressed green juice. I, at that point, I'd be more inclined to slap that dude across the face than buy his product. And I like green juice. The analogy isn't far off with Facebook. You have to consider the mindset people are in when they're scrolling through their newsfeed, interacting with friends and family. So how do you avoid metaphorically getting slapped in the face for interrupting somebody with Facebook ads? Number one, create content like we'd mentioned. So we're building awareness here and we're going to do it in whatever form works best for you that can be sustained over the long term. Rather than asking for the sale right off the bat, we're going to start with awareness and we generate awareness with great content. There are multiple different types of content that you can use, whether it be videos, photos, blog posts, recipes, infographics, etc. When creating content, we need to keep a couple things in mind. 
Number one, make sure that it's on your website because when we get people to the website, then we can retarget them with Facebook ads. And that's when people are in the awareness stage and we can move them down the funnel. So number two, create and build value specifically for people that you're targeting. If you're a fresh pressed juice company, like you mentioned before, you've got your low sugar green juice, you've got your slightly sweeter fruit juices, you've got a lot of different products and customers. So we don't wanna just create one piece of content. We wanna create specific pieces of content that are engaging to those little sub niches of your audience and relevant to the product. So that's key because it allows us to expand and scale out from there. All right, step two of this framework. We're gonna create lookalike audiences based off the data that we have from people who are already interested in the brand or know about our products. Once you've created your content, then it's time to really start promoting it to what I call a warm audience. So these are people that already are aware of you. These could be your Facebook fans, your website retargeting list, your customer list. So if you pay attention to the data that Facebook offers you, you'll quickly uncover the segment of your audience that's driving the most engagement in sales. And once we realize who the most engaged and profitable audience is, we can create lookalike audiences based on this information. What is a lookalike audience? Well, I'm glad you asked. In a nutshell, when you're creating and marketing to a lookalike audience of say your customers, you're telling Facebook, I want you to show my ads to a group of people that most resembles my current customers, but doesn't already buy from me. So it's pretty powerful stuff. It's with these lookalike audiences that we can really start to dabble with advertising to cold audiences, being that they very closely resemble your existing highly engaged audience. Again, unless you're a massive brand, your existing audience won't take you very far. So the right cold audiences are where you really start to scale with Facebook ads. Now, I can't stress this enough. Lookalike audiences are incredibly powerful. So whether we're going to be going to Facebook groups or other Facebook pages, we can say, hey, I've got this really interesting guide on 15 ways to detox your liver. And all we need to do is start getting people to that content on the website, because once they're on our website, then they're in our funnel. And that's where Facebook ads start to really shine and retargeting starts to enter the picture. Number three. Once people have been on our website, we can remarket to them with an initial offer to move them from the aware stage at the top of the funnel down to the interested stage right below that. How do we do this? Well, we wanna tell Facebook by setting parameters, hey, anytime somebody has been to the page, say 15 ways to detox your liver, but hasn't clicked through to my product page, then let's show them this specific ad. In this retargeting step, video is king, although other types of content will work as well, but it's a great way to build the brand and create a relationship and to start building goodwill. And it's great to use video that ties into the original piece of content that casually mentions, hey, we left some things out and those things are available on this page. So this is how you can start to introduce your product and get people to opt into your email list, your product page, etc. Step four, we're gonna retarget the user again to move them from interested to the consideration stage. We're not done after one retarget. Why? Because there are a lot of other things that we can do with Facebook ads to start ramping this process up and driving a lot more conversions. It's a simple fact. Once we get people to the product page, not everyone is going to convert. And in this case, what we can do is set up another remarketing ad that says, hey, Facebook, anytime somebody visits our product page but hasn't been, a, been to our thank you page, we want to run this ad. Again, video is a great option here, but uh, so is a picture with an offer. And in, in essence, what we can say is, hey, thank you for checking out our product, but you didn't make a purchase. Did you know that we offer a discount to our e-club members? So we're incentivizing them to opt into our, our newsletter. Whether they make a purchase of your product from there or simply opt into your newsletter, you get your audience into your email sequence, your traditional marketing sequence, sequence which we, you're gonna be running on the side. But we're not done there. We've found these people on Facebook, which means they're still on Facebook. So there's more that we can do to drive sales of your product. Number five, next step. At this point, 
We want to really hone in on building trust with ads that share product benefits, things you're doing with the community, etc. If you've offered a free sample or a discount for, for your products, we want to remind people about it and we want to make sure that they're taking advantage of it. Even when you get somebody on your email list, you might have a 30% open rate, which is fairly respectable. That means that 70% of your subscribers won't even see your opt-in offer. And knowing that they're on Facebook, we can run another remarketing ad telling Facebook that anytime somebody opts in to receive our discount but hasn't actually purchased, then let's drive people to use that offer. Talk about the benefits of your product, show great things people have to say about you, continue to build trust and confidence in your brand. Number six, after all that, and they still haven't purchased, it's finally time to ask for the hard sell. At this point, we've only told our audience about the benefits, given them an offer, and warmed them up to the brand. So this is where we use our final retargeting ad where we tell Facebook, anytime somebody has tried a free sample or hasn't been in our ultimate checkout page, we want them to see this final ad. So we try to figure out a final piece of content that you can use to add value to those people to really drive them to purchase and ask them for the hard sell. And there you guys go. I know it is a lot of information and I went over it pretty quickly, but I can assure you that this process is effective. And the best part is from the awareness stage down, you can set up and automate the rest of these steps, which will leave you time to continue driving awareness with new great content around your brand. And we're just announcing today that we have a free Food Marketing Nerds Masterclass called Facebook Advertising for Food Brands. And it's gonna be at the end of April. We'll be going over strategies like the ones mentioned in this episode, along with other ways to increase sales and build your brand. So we've got 20 spots available and we'll be opening the registration next week. We're super excited for the launch and I hope you guys are too. So stay tuned for more details on that front. And in the meantime, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode and sticking it out with me to the very end. Until next week, guys. Thanks for listening to the Food Marketing Nerds Podcast. For interview transcripts or to download your free social media ebook, check out foodmarketingnerds.com.